Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Hey, Eat Blog Talkers, it's just you and me today, and I am going to talk about the thing that is at the forefront of all of our minds this week, the unfolding pandemic and how to navigate your way through it. How are you doing? How are you feeling about all of this craziness that's going on right now? I hope you're hanging in there and handling this abrupt transition into what is a new norm for all of us. This is such a crazy time and I feel like my head is spinning right now and I'm sure you are feeling the same. We haven't even begun to understand how this is going to impact us on so many levels, but I think it's really important that we talk about and deal with this early now in order to keep our businesses and our sanity intact. So today I'm hoping to encourage you to keep moving forward through this crazy time and I also want you to know that you are not alone. I am here walking through this with you and so many others are too. If you ever need extra encouragement, please send me an email, reach out to me. We need to lean on each other during this time and I just want you to know that I'm 100% here for you. We've started some threads on forum.eatblogtalk.com that focus on positivity and just encouraging one another. So join us over there if you'd like as well. I love food bloggers so much. I love you guys. I know how hard you work. I'm your biggest fan and I truly want you to push through this craziness because I do not want this to sink you or sink your business. So let's talk through some things that I hope will encourage you today. Oh, and I am literally homeschooling my boys as I record this episode. I think a lot of you are in the same boat. So I'm hoping you have grace if you Here's some uh, giggles in the background or questions about uh, math or something. <laughs> okay, let's move through these points. I've put seven points together, seven things that I feel are really important for us to keep at the forefront of our minds right now. Number one is just to keep moving and not to freeze up or give up. I saw this quote pop up on Pinterest the other day and it screamed to me because it's such a relevant reminder right now. The quote is from Babe Ruth of all people and it says, it is hard to beat a person who never gives up. I love that. And I think that we should all be that person who never gives up and that will automatically put us ahead of so many other people. Not everyone is going to be able to stomach this wild ride, but we you and me, we are capable of doing so and we are going to persevere. I'm just going to claim that right now. I don't know about you, but I've been absolutely blasted with emotion over all of this. This past Sunday night after attending a small family party where all sorts of negativity and worry was being tossed around, I had a Boys, cover your ears. I had a panic attack on my drive home. I literally thought I was having a heart attack and I almost pulled off the interstate to drive myself to the ER. But thankfully, my husband saw right through what was going on and he talked me off the ledge. So my new reality involves panic attacks. I have not experienced these in years, by the way. So this is extremely disappointing. And this is obviously going to zap my energy much more quickly than 
pre-pandemic times. This is something all of us will be experiencing in the next few days and weeks and months, hopefully not panic attacks for all, but certainly in an increased speed at which we use up our mental and physical energy. We will not be operating on the same bandwidth as before, and this is going to be confusing and frustrating. Have grace with yourself as you move through this time, and remember that moving slowly is better than not moving at all. The important thing is that you don't give up and do not let this situation freeze you. Number two, consistency and persistence are absolutely key right now. I know there are a lot of questions about how to move forward with creating content as food bloggers right now. Questions like, should I even bother doing sponsored work? Is it even worthwhile to put new blog posts on my site? Should I stop video production? Which recipes should I be making? I certainly don't have all the answers to these questions. I don't know that anyone has all of the answers at this point, but I will tell you that I do believe that you should continue with content creation. Again, don't freeze up. Keep adding value and content to your blog and do so consistently. Inconsistent content is going to confuse your audience and it's going to confuse Google. If you're wondering what content to create, I have thoughts on that too which leads nicely to my next point. Number three, people need you right now. I'm suddenly in the same boat as a lot of you where I'm now a homeschooling mom who is simultaneously dealing with a world that is shutting down where I can't find a roll of toilet paper to save my life and where I am starting to hoard food because everyone else is doing it and I'm falling into that fear trap Oh, and I'm also trying to keep my emotions from bottoming out while attempting to keep my business afloat. And not just that, but going above and beyond the normal workload because basically all of my content has been shifted around and redone this week in order to cater to everyone's unique situation, which is anticipating having limited food on hand. And honestly, I have no problem rearranging my editorial calendar and compiling roundups and going above and beyond because people need me. People need you. We are food experts. We know the tricks and the hacks, and we are great about coming up with really creative ways to prepare food. Food bloggers are needed right now, so serve your people, even if it means putting in a little extra. This is a really great time to pull your audience on Instagram stories and just straight up ask what they're needing from you, then deliver that very thing to them. I see this time, as stressful as it may be, as being a huge time of opportunity for food bloggers. A world of possibilities just opened up before our eyes for ways that we can add value to people's lives. Keep your eyes open right now and listen carefully to what people's needs are. Instagram stories, as I mentioned, is a great platform for this and just social media in general, but also utilize your email subscriber list and ask people what they are needing from you. I recommend moving anything you'd previously scheduled for the next few weeks aside for now and replace it with relevant content. If elaborate layer cakes show up in people's feeds right now, they're going to swipe right by it really quickly because That is not what people are looking for. Maybe some are, but I would say probably the majority are not. People are wanting, as a general rule, easy food, recipes that can be made with just a few ingredients, and also dishes that freeze well. 
giving people what they're needing now is going to benefit both you and them. I sent out an email to my audience asking them what they need right now. And I also did a few polls on Instagram stories. I received very specific answers back and I'm working on creating content this week that solves those problems. Number four, good things are waiting on the other side of this. Hard times always lead to something great. And that is from Betsy Johnson. I love it. And I think that it's so true. Uh, It's really hard to remember, though, in times like this, because when things are hard, they're just hard. But having that reminder can really push us through this time. My husband and I were chatting about this the other night. He and I have weathered so many storms with our son's medical issues and heart surgeries and job loss and an Achilles tendon being snapped in half, resulting in nearly a year of my husband not having use of his foot and so many other stressful stretches. Through it all, though, I was able to keep things moving in my business because I've always just known that I needed to do that. It wasn't always easy, but I did it anyway. The same thing applies now for me and for you. It is not going to be easy to move through this time and to keep our businesses afloat, but we need to do it. Hard times always lead to something great. And I know this for a fact because I can look back on all the hard times that we've been through and all of the greatness that's come out of it. Allow that quote from Betsy Johnson to motivate you through these tough times because you're going to need it. I'm going to need it. We're all going to need that encouragement. Number five, fall back on your habits. If you have good habits that you've established in your life, pre-pandemic that is, this is the time to fall back on them. On Monday of this week, I woke up literally in tears over the stress of everything and my first instinct was to pull the covers over my head and stay in bed for hours. I knew that I would not feel good about this decision. So I thought of my habits. I told myself to get out of bed, take my vitamins, go downstairs and do my workout. I did all of those things and thank goodness for those 1000 times I'd done those same things prior to that day because without a series of habits to fall back on, I don't know that I would have made the right decisions. If you do not have good habits set in place, then this is a great time to start some. Start small so you don't get overwhelmed, but definitely get started because this can only help you as you navigate the coming months. Number six, see the good and the beauty in this. I see people all over social media and I hear people in real life focusing on the negative parts of this. I mentioned going to a party the other night and hearing nothing but negativity and I was just overwhelmed and not in a good place after immersing myself in that. So I get it. It's really hard to avoid right now. This virus and its impact are no joke, but there are so many good things hiding inside the situation. Some of the things I feel like we can see now and some we won't see for a while, which is kind of an exciting thought, right? To think that we'll look back on this time and be able to say, wow, I never would have expected fill in the blank to happen during such a crazy time. I love that. It's like a little secret nugget of awesomeness just waiting to reveal itself to us. I've always had vivid dreams. I've always been a really vivid dreamer. 
But when I have something heavy going on on in my life, like right now with this uh, pandemic, my dreams become even more intense and memorable. I wake up in the morning just remembering everything in really minute detail. The other night I had a dream that I was in a boat with my family. And when I looked into the distance, we could see a massive storm coming toward us. It was like a collection of big storms that were all coming together to create this just totally massive one. At first, when I was in the boat and saw this, I felt intense fear. Then it was like I zoomed backward and took in the scene from a different perspective, from a wider angle. I could see the entire scene and the entire sky, and suddenly I could see how beautiful it was. The sky was pinkish gray, dark pink in some spots, and a really light pinkish gray in others. And the clouds formed these patterns that were so unique. There's no way I could describe them in words. I stared at the scene for a really long time. Then suddenly I was back in the boat with my family and the fear was gone. And I calmly led the boat to shore. And then we walked together to a nearby house where I knew we were going to be safe. I woke up from that dream knowing exactly what the message was. Yes, it is scary. It is massively scary. But one day I will see the beauty in the storm. Even today in the midst of it, I can see the beauty. The first thing I said to my husband when I got out of bed yesterday was the sun is shining. Those would not have been my first words of the day, even just one week ago. So no matter what crazy things might be disrupting your life and your business right now, try to see the beauty because it is there and it is trying to grab your attention. Which leads well to my next and last point, number seven, show gratitude. As grim as things seem and as many things might be disrupting life as we know it right now, there are always good positive things to be grateful for. I am grateful that we have a comfortable home to quarantine ourselves in. Our freezer works and it has food inside of it. We have electricity We have food in the pantry. We're all healthy. We thankfully have access to friends and family and coworkers thanks to the internet and social media. Spring is coming, I hope, so we'll be able to enjoy warmer weather soon. I could go on and on, and I'm finding that when I start my days recounting all of these good things, I weather the more difficult parts of the day and the more difficult days so much easier. So I encourage you to show gratitude as much as possible, and I just know this will help keep us on a more positive track. That's all I've got for now, food bloggers. In the next episode, I plan to run through some tangible ideas about how you can leverage this crazy time and use it to add value to people's lives, which will only help your business too, because I truly believe that you have an opportunity to really shine right now and grow in ways that you would not be able to in any other situation. Many other industries right now do not have the advantages that we do. So stay tuned for the next episode coming on Monday and we will dive into this some more. And again, I sincerely invite you to reach out to me if you are feeling down or confused or if you need an extra boost of motivation. Also, if you have specific topics that you want me to cover in the next episode regarding your business and this pandemic and how everything ties together, send them to me and I will get as many answers as I can. I'll cover as much as I can in the next episode. So I'm going to end by telling you that you are amazing. You've got this. You are not alone. 
You have so much to be grateful for. There is beauty in this darkness, and I promise you good things will come from this. Hang in there, food bloggers. Thank you for listening, and I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.